Hi, and welcome to the second episode of Season 5 of The Pastor's Table. I'm Pastor Neil. We are talking about vision. And we have this question for you. Let me read it to make sure I get it straight. What if everybody followed the vision that God gave them? Can you imagine that? We're going to be talking about that this episode. So, grab your pen, get your paper, get some popcorn, settle in. It's going to be a great episode. Hi, and welcome back to the Pastor's Table. We've been talking about in this uh, the beginning of this season about vision and, and what's in our hearts. And, and, um, and uh, last episode when we were ending, Pastor Gwen was talking about, you know, a, a vision that a family had. And they left everything, uh, uh, left their jobs and, and, and started a coffee company, you know, with their six children and, uh, and, and followed after this vision. And uh, while she was talking, I was just thinking about how, what if we all followed the vision that God put in our hearts? You know, we have like Saul, he, he has a, a, an encounter with the Lord and a vision and, you know, strike, get, get stricken blind. And then he has instructions to go and, and see this man, Agrippa and, uh, and vice versa. Agrippa also has a vision and he like knows who this man is knows that this man has done great harm mm -hmm. to the Christians, uh, killed them. And then you're like, wait a second, God, here, you want me to go and, and, and go and help this man, pray for this man, have him come into my house nonetheless? Like, who's going to talk about that? I think a lot of people. And, you know, when God gives us a vision, you know, big on our heart, you know, it changes things. And I was just thinking, if we're all following after what God puts on our heart and the vision that God has for us, we're going to not see the gaps that we see in the world today. Mm -hmm. Because God provides in all areas. And, you know, we're bringing the kingdom of heaven here on earth. We bring it. Wherever you go, you're following after the vision that God has put on your heart. You're obeying him. You're bringing that kingdom of heaven wherever you go. And we united as brothers and sisters in different vision are going to work together. Um, so there is no lack. So there is no hole that, that, that everybody's need is met. And we're excited moving forward and doing the, the exploits for the kingdom and building the kingdom. I can't imagine what it must have been like for Ananias yeah. if he shared it with his friends around him. Mm -hmm. I hope he had good friends. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when you share a vision, uh, people will encourage you the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I don't think you're being very reasonable here. I, that's kind of impossible, don't you think? And if that was me, I wouldn't do that. Well, first of all, we're not you. Secondly, God didn't, you know, God talked to me about this, not you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're responsible to obey what he's told you. Yeah. And so there's, you have to make sure that when you share it, don't share it with everybody, but do share it with the people who will stand in faith with mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the right kind of people to have alongside. Sometimes you get so excited, we just tell everybody. Oh, yeah. And that just invites things you don't need to hear. <laughs> you know, and that, it, it, it's trouble. It's trouble. I can't imagine what uh, I was hearing somebody else's story, and they were talking about how God told them now, and, and everybody in their family is, was not saved at that point. Many of them are now today. But at that point, and God told them to leave this uh, 
three-figure increment. Is that what they call it when they're like $200,000 a year yeah. or something like that? Six-figure. Six-figure. Six figure. Pardon me. Thank you. Thank you. That was, yeah, it was bigger than my brain. <laughs> and, uh, and, and told him to leave this and provide for his four children mm -hmm. and go in the ministry full-time and leave his job. And so uh, a family member took him aside, and that was not the person who needed to, you know, they were mm -hmm. not in agreement with that vision mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And today, they're, the favor of God in that obedience and how it's demonstrated is the reason some of them got saved. Mm -hmm. So sometimes if you're believing for a family member, don't necessarily share the vision mm -hmm. with them, but allow the goodness of God because your obedience has a reward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you obey, people will see the favor. And it doesn't happen in a day. It certainly didn't happen in that instance in a day. And the important part is to hold it fast yeah. and to stay with it. Be con consistent with what God said. Mm -hmm. It's up to you to believe it, not your friends. Yeah. And good friends can come alongside, but you've got to believe it. Yes. You know, I knew there was one point in my life where there's people I, I highly respect in ministry and I'd share the vision with them because I knew and they were over me and, and, and thought like that. But at the end of the day, I had to believe mm -hmm. what God had called me to. Mm -hmm. It was no one else's responsibility. It was mine. It was mine to hold it fast, mine to pray about it. And they could come alongside and the people can come alongside. Mm -hmm. But I'm the one who has to talk to God about it. Think about Peter in Acts. Mm. You know, he's, I believe it was Peter, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was up on the roof and he was praying mm. and and all of a sudden he went into a trance and had this vision of the sheets coming down out of, out of heaven and all of the animals and eat everything God says. And Peter says, no, 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 that's unclean. I'm not going to do that. And Paul's, or uh, God says, yes, that's fine. And there's going to be these people coming. When they come and find you, go with them. And he went to Cornelius' mm -hmm. um, house and, and got to share the gospel. This is the first time that the gospel was shared outside of the Israelites, the Jewish community. This was the first time that it was, it was shared um, with uh, a Gentile, someone who was not of the Jewish faith. And, and the household, they all got saved. They got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And it was a wonderful thing. And he comes back. And people in is Jerusalem, I think he came back to. I can't remember where. He, no, I can't remember where he came back. But whatever city he came back to, people are like, "Wait a second, what are you doing here, buddy?" And they they questioned him, and so he went, had to go through and explain. You know, this is what the Lord showed me. This is what the Lord showed me, and and I know that this is what the Lord. And they in the Bible they came into line with that, and they're like, "Oh, great, woo, let's go." But that's another sharing. Yeah. With. And people come back with that one and say, "Oh, it's about food. Now you mm. can now everybody can eat bacon, be happy." But, <laughs> but yay, but yeah, yay, yay for bacon, but yeah. it's not about bacon. No. And and so that's when you share with the wrong person, mm -hmm. they they see it out of their own experiences of life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So sometimes they meter or hold back or filter what you believe is from heaven out of their own personal experience, mm -hmm. and and that's why it's important to. To do what God says and, and ask Him about. It. You know, you can ask questions. Mm -hmm. you it, know, it actually it yeah. actually happened to me mm. um, specifically when I was sharing uh, with someone um, in my on my side of the family um, with uh, 
the vision of, of being a pastor and and you know eventually um, going into pastoring pretty much full time and uh, sometime down the road and the first thing out of their mouth was well you're going to keep your job aren't you you know and and was was kind of went down that road and and I had to I had I had to not listen to that um, and trust that I've heard from the Lord talk to the people that one I have submitted my life to like Pastor Gwen um, I talked to my wife uh, Pastor Heather and talked to her about that and and kind of talk it out and pray pray about it um, but yeah you have to be careful of those voices isn't that funny mm -hmm. That with all the yak yak about churches and money and things, that that's always their first concern. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just, I never occurred to me until you said that. Yeah. That's always their concern. Yeah. How are you going to pay your bills? Yeah. Well, I thought you thought preachers and church was all about money. I guess not. Because <laughs> that's, that's their concern. Mm -hmm. That's their concern. <laughs> just thought it was just funny. Just, yeah. you know, I, I, I love to, to sit down and go through these things when people are having questions about it. Because they're good things. Ask about it. God gives a vision. He's got some ideas yeah. about what you should do with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. So don't just park there. Mm -hmm. Talk to him. Pray about it like that's what you yeah. did. Mm -hmm. Talk to trusted people. Yeah. Talk about the vision. Talk about, you know, there's not, you're not going to see everything correctly the first time. But God will reveal it to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in Timothy, where it says, you know, it's neglect not the gift that's in you. And if you understand that it's a gift and it will work according to how he made you. So when God formed all of us in the womb, he had some ideas about it. Amen. Oh, absolutely. How tall you'd be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How much hair we'd have. <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. <laughs> uh, he knew about those things. He knew about the giftings like the, you talked about and how you would care about other people that were around you, how to teach, those things that, that we take for granted sometimes, I think so. We take for granted. Think about Peter. Mm -hmm. He was kind of wild. Everybody knows that. And I, I, I'm looking forward to meeting him in heaven and having some question time with him. Mm -hmm. Kind of wild. I, I, it always gave me hope personally. <laughs> and so I think about that, and, but that's how God made him. Yeah. And when you're starting at a church, you've got to have a little bit about that. Yeah. If he didn't have that, it probably would have been very difficult. I noticed John came alongside, but John wasn't that voice. No. John was at a great heart, mm -hmm. according to what we read. But Peter's the one who was like, I don't care what they do. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and they think they're drunk. And he stands up and he preaches his first sermon under mm -hmm. the Holy Ghost anointing. It's mm -hmm. awesome. But it took that rock, <laughs> you yeah. know. It's could use a little bit more of that today. Yeah. Maybe some of the other people, not just me. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you've got some things to add here. Oh, quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> we, have a, we have a clock that lets us know how much time we have left. <laughs> so sometimes you're thinking, do I have enough time in this episode to bring that up now? <laughs> but the great thing is, is there's an ep another episode. Oh. That's right. <laughs> One of the things, though, is that... Um, like many things that are in the Bible, there's uh, our own version or man's version mm -hmm. versus God's version of mm -hmm. things. So uh, there is no shortage of people coming up with visions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, I believe I'm, I'm supposed to be this and I want to do this and I have a vision for that and this is my vision board and, and all sorts of things like that. Um, and so 
they might be very motivated to, you know, as soon as I get born again, I'm getting into ministry or however it is. I feel called. I must be a pastor. Uh, and there's all sorts of things like that where Christians and non-Christians have visions of what they would like to do. Um, and none of that may be God. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about having a vision, we're kind of already going on the premise that we know it's the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that's a huge and important factor is knowing, is this vision I have from the Lord mm-hmm. or is this just what I want? Mm. And uh, sometimes those things can be different. Sometimes they can be the same. Uh, we talked about, it's in my heart to do this. Okay, you know, uh, there are people that get saved out of um, di- oh. difficult, horrendous, mm-hmm. terrible situations. And because they were delivered out of it, they have compassion for people who are still in it. Mm-hmm. And so they say, oh, I've just gotten saved out of you know, drugs and alcohol. I have, a, I have a heart to minister to people who are struggling with drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. I've got a vision for you know, recovery houses or whatever that might be. And that sounds good. Um, it sounds like, oh, wow, you know, you were in it and now you have compassion for those and God rescued you and now you have compassion for those who are in it. But just because that's the case that you feel that way doesn't mean that that's the vision that the Lord has for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that quite often when he's calling people, it's very different from what they naturally think. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, you know, I, if you were to ask me as a, a young man, even when I was following the Lord, but before I really discovered any gifts or callings in me, I would have no idea. I you know, pastoring of any kind, a minister of any kind. I had no thought about that. My vision was very different (laughs) at that point in time. So um, there are things like that where just because we're in a situation doesn't mean that we're ready to step into, uh, sorry, excuse me, just because we've been removed from a difficult place or we've been saved from a bad circumstance or just saved in general, that doesn't mean we're ready to step forward into what it is that God's called us to. And even our mm-hmm. ideas about that might still be a little worldly, might still mm-hmm. be a little uh, fleshy. Um, you might have good intentions, but there's a, there's a, a prep, uh, time to prepare, a time to, for the Lord to work in you, to mm-hmm. get rid of some things. Um, for example, let's take the drugs and alcohol one for just a moment. Mm-hmm. Someone gets rescued out of that, and maybe they, were, they came in through... Um, I'm calling them recovery houses or like houses or uh, some sort of thing that someone has set up where you can get in off the streets and get cleaned up and uh, learn some life skills and, you know, become a, you know, an active and good member of society mm-hmm. once again. And so maybe there's someone who's been in that situation. They got born again and now they're very excited about uh, about everything. They have life that they didn't have before. These are all very good things. And they think, well, I, w- I need to do something. I want to do something for the Lord. And so they are immediately going back into, well, let's go back in. We can start a recovery house. We can do this. We can do that. But that's simply because that's the environment that they've been in. Mm-hmm. But that may not be where the Lord's calling them. That's right. And he might have a different vision for them. So let's fast forward. Let's say they don't go in that direction. Fast forward, let's say it's only two or three years, but they've grown in the Lord mm-hmm. quite a bit. Mm-hmm. That They've come to know him a little bit better. And as a result, they're different than they were two or three years ago when they just got saved out of that mess. 
But because they're different, they can look back at that and go, you know, it's good. I'm thankful for the people that brought me out. But I, they may see that there's a different calling in, in their life. Mm -hmm. And let's say it is something like, they've, let's pretend they've been called to be an evangelist, just for the sake of mm -hmm. our story here, for sake of illustration. And so they realize, I'm called to preach the gospel. And so they go out and they begin to preach the gospel. And what if in one of those situations, they find themselves in a, in a city overseas that's plagued by drugs and alcohol? Mm -hmm. It's not their ability to relate to those people that gives them the ability to witness to them. Mm -hmm. It's an obedience to what God has said. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the purity of God's word. It's the gospel itself. It's, it's the Holy Spirit working in them. That is the ability to witness to people, not my stuff that I've been taken out of, my, my ability mm -hmm. to relate to people mm -hmm. that gives me that That's ability. Right. Yeah. So the vision that the Lord gives you can be very different mm -hmm. than the situation that you've been in, uh, taken out of. It can be very different than your own ideas. There's lots of people that comes, come up with vision. Like I've, I have a vision for, and quite often we think about us. I have a vision, you know, I'm going to have this kind of a house and I'm going to have this amount of money and I'm going to do all these sorts of things. And we can have a vision like that. And it's not necessarily that those things are, are really not, it's not bad to have a house or to be able to go on vacation two times a year or whatever. It's, it's not that those are bad, but we need to make sure that the visions that we have do not get in the way. We need to know what the Lord's called us to and make sure that the visions we have are not getting in the way of what he's called us to. Because mm -hmm. he's called every believer to something. Mm -hmm. I think a really good way of looking at that, uh, if you're having trouble discerning what's the difference, because both of them come out, they sound like, uh, this is big on my heart. Mm -hmm. If we think about what Aunt Pastor Ann was saying about when she was growing up, there were sort of natural giftings that were in there that were activated in the right place. Mm -hmm. So they were just like you were saying. So her gift is, is just working because it's working. God gifted her that way when he, she was made in the womb. She was created to be a teacher. That thing was in there. And in the right environment, it just came alive. The difference is this was the, the result of the, I have a heart to do this, comes out of deliverance, not out of being, not out of that place where it began that work. And there, there's a great difference. And you're happy. Give testimony and glory to yes. God for the deliverance. But deliverance doesn't equal a heart to or a vision. So if you think about, you know, just because you've been delivered of it doesn't mean that because if you go back, take one more step and think, God does not forget. Our God, we don't forget, the devil doesn't forget, God forgets mm -hmm. where we've been. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's not on God's mind what you did before. That's right. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed, and we know that God does not just forgive, he forgets. Yeah. It's not yeah. on his mind, it's gone forever. Mm -hmm. So he's not gonna go, oh, I remember you were a drug addict Let's get you back in working that. So it's not working that way. So that, that one place of the, the call doesn't come out of what you were delivered from. Mm -hmm. God made you. He put things in you. And how many people we've seen come out of addicted lifestyles that when they're free and they've started to grow, they go and they'll start going, I remember when I was little, I thought I would. Mm -hmm. Those things. Mm -hmm discover them. Mm -hmm. That's that's the fun part. Mm -hmm. 
What, what did the world try to corrupt out of you that was originated in God's hands mm. as a part of his heart that he longed to express through you and I? Mm -hmm. The world tries to corrupt that with mm -hmm. bad experiences, hurts from the enemy, hurts from people, mm. and it tries to, to capture that and make us something God never intended. Mm. But we get to discover it. Amen. Amen. You know. Amen. And it comes back to what I what I originally said, that you know, they you people got delivered because people had vision, mm -hmm. a vision for uh, and a heart for others, mm -hmm. and they carried out that vision and saw lives changed. Amen. Believe you can be changed. Amen. Run toward it. Amen. God bless you.